Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And by the way, if you are hauling people around for a living, put your frickin' mask on. I just thought I'd add that little. It's Yes, it's going to be one of those type of days today, just so you know. So, howdy, welcome aboard. Uh, as uh, the, the man says in Independence Day, I'm back. No little, no little hospital room is going to keep me shuttered down forever. So, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And by the way, I should probably tell you the name of this uh, name of the show while I'm at it. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition for this uh, Thursday. July 16th of 2020. So then going further, yes, I'm John Shannon, Northern Command Studio, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I get it. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, I present to you the most rested man in talk radio, Mr. Ed Van Ness, good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens, and a special good evening to you, young Mr. Shannon. You're back on your feet. You're, uh, you're, you're, you're a testament to courage to us all. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm sitting on my ass, which I do like <laughs> nine tenths of my life when I'm not when I'm not in the parallel position. Uh, Prone sleeping. Position. Prone position. Prone. Thank you. You're welcome. So, by the way, but yes, w- welcome yeah, back. Welcome back. Thank you. You look wonderful. You need to do something. I about always me. look, always look wonderful. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I always, am, man. I am rubbing off on you, aren't I? Oh my God. Come on, man. You weren't like that when I first met you. But anyway, welcome back nonetheless. Uh, uh, we, uh, as, as a show, as an organization, we'd like to send our, our deep, Deepest thanks out to the one, the only, the incredibly talented Mike King for helping us out there for a couple of days. And look at that. We're starting the show off with a bang. We have a phone call here, kids and kittens. Good evening, caller. How are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing great. Just calling in and it's good to see uh, 
John back in action. <laughs> so how, I appreciate how are you going, that, Johnny? There, Rolando. Pardon? I appreciate. I said I appreciate the hell out of that. Oh, thank you. Hey, my man, I just had to hear your voice. Good to see your face, believe it or not, outside <laughs> of the hospital bed. Yeah, that picture I took wasn't exactly a, a, a stellar <laughs> shot. I totally understand that. It made made me understand that uh, uh, sometime uh, this weekend I am going to need to get the uh, weed whacker out after this, uh, uh, what I call beard and mustache I got going here. So, I, uh, uh, well, it- you're still looking good being out of there, and I, and I hope you and I hope Annie gets back out and back home soon. Oh, so. you and me both. It, it, I feel so bad. She is. They are just putting her through such a such a ringer. There. Uh, first off, you know she's at Bethesda Hospital, and they're not even really treating her for COVID there anymore. I mean, apparently. She got lucky, you know, yes, she tested positive for it. She really didn't have any of the major uh, symptoms with it, a little difficulty breathing and what have you. But uh, she she got through that part of it. But they have been doing all kinds of experimenting and this and that and the other thing with her. It's like she's a freaking guinea pig there at Bethesda Hospital and uh, – I just I feel so sorry for her. I just wish I could I just wish I could just grab her and get her out of there, but I have to keep telling myself for whatever reason this is for her for her own good, but it's harder and harder to believe that every day. Man, we're just gonna have to trust the medical team and continue to prepare for uh, her improved health. So anyway, I just made a quick call because I'm here at Mystic or at Treasure. And playing uh, bingo has to return to that uh, location. So you gentlemen have a good night. All right, thanks for calling, Rolando. Well, th- thank you for uh, right. thank you for buzzing in there, sir. Talk to you soon, right. Bill. All right. Well, this is, of course, not only the quarantine edition Say of it. the taxi stand hour. Say it. It is also Camper Tantrum Thursday. Yes! And I'll tell you something. I always manage. It's funny. We've been doing this whole Temper Tantrum Thursday for probably the last... Couple of months. Damn, yeah. I was just going to say a couple, couple months. months. And uh, I'll be... Uh, usually, I actually have something to kvetch about and... This would uh, this would be no different. I have several things actually. Before you get going, and I know that you're all fired up, and oh. there's there's talk of we may be here for days on end. Uh, may I get a little? I I just have one tiny itty bitty one. Well, you get your itty bitty out there and let's do it. I wish the hell that the host on this damn show would learn to turn the sound off on their damn phones so we're not listening to their little messages come in in the middle of a phone call with a caller. I, uh, uh, listen, <laughs> I have a reason for that. I have a reason for that. 
<laughs> I've been kind of watching for texts from the aforementioned Granny Annie. You got eyes, don't you? Well, uh, they're not always focused on my phone. You got a vibrating sound on there, don't you? I'll be talking about my vibrators now, goddammit. That my, is supposed to bend between you and I. My mechanic told me I blew a seal. I said, just mind your own business Luck, and fix the damn car. Lucky seal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seriously, put it on vibrate or something because it comes through loud. It comes through very loud. But other than that, that's all I have to say for tonight because I am just giddy with delight that John is back. We took the night off last night. Uh to to make sure everything was we dusted off the the tubes and all that and uh e even the machinery here even the so anyway ladies and gentlemen boys and girls kids and kittens to rip the entire world a new one the one the only oh wait a second now what did you do oh i had it on the wrong page the one the only There's my buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, by the way, the, the first kvetching will come from aforementioned Granny Annie. Oh, okay. Who, who, as we before we went on air, I told her what uh, the fake Uber driver made uh, for dinner tonight. Uh -huh. And he indeed made some pretty good fried cod. Now, I have to be very careful here. Now, I am... I don't know the the recipe, so I don't know how much sodium is in there. I I I gotta believe not very much. I was overjoyed, by the way, by the fact that the malt vinegar that I like to put on the fried cod has no sodium. What are you cringing about? Well, I'm sitting here one of two things. First off, just the combination of the words malt vinegar. I've never heard them put together. Oh, and, and second off. Don't cod live in salt water? I I think they're by the time they're uh, by the time they're caught and filleted and uh, and all that other stuff. I think they're over the so the salt that uh, okay. they might have been swimming in. Just checking. Okay, looking out for you. So pal. so, anyways, Granny Annie sends me a text back says feel free not to tell me what you're having every night for dinner since i can't eat <laughs> yeah see that that's on you pally boy that's oh on yeah you. that's e on exactly you. i love you annie me too we you. all do we all do everybody here at the station i've got hundreds of people and throughout the building that are just missing you like it's nobody's business yes all right now on to my I don't even really know where to start to tell you the truth. It's I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lie down. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm telling you, telling you folks, the key word here in this whole kitten caboodle is masks. And I don't know where to start. Like I said, I watch the news. You got these people, we're not wearing masks. It's against our it's against our freedom. It's against our, we don't have to wear a mask. Governor of Georgia is basically telling individual cities that they can't in, enact their own uh, 
uh, ordinance when it comes to masks. It is such a simple freaking thing to do it. And for you to take that stand, good job there, sir. <laughs> for you to take the stand that I don't have to wear a mask because nobody's going to tell me that I have to wear a mask in public. You know what? I've got to the point. Be careful there, Ed. Don't poke your eye out. Uh, See, masks I've are dangerous. Point, I don't care if you don't wear a mask, to be honest with you. I really don't care. Just stay the heck away from me. You know, not like being around me is some great, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, got to be around John. Not that at all. No, it's not but because because I've been 1,300 miles plus away from you for three and a half years now. This is as close as I want to get. Amen, brother. That's all I can say to that. <laughs> By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in one little thing about the mask issue because I'm feeling the same way. It's not a political issue, kids and kittens. It's not. Although I have been saying, right now, you just got to worry about yourself. Look, I, yeah, it's, look, people are dying, blah, blah, blah. People, oh, speaking of, uh, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. Chuck Woolery, one of, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, now he's been a big, uh, COVID's a hoax, blah, blah, blah. He, he's a Trumpster from, from way back. And, uh, just yesterday or the day before, he was going on about how it's all a big farce and all that. And guess what? The news today came out. Sadly, his son, his adult son, has contracted COVID-19, tested positive for it. Well, Woolery, in the meantime, has, has removed all of those uh, hoax tweets. He closed down his Twitter account, as I understand. Uh, my, under it down. my understanding is he deleted a lot of the tweets, but the account is still locked. Either way, either way, it, it was a hoax until it hit him personally. In other words, everything he's been spewing for four months. Anyway, John, I apologize. I Oh no, I, no, that's fine. But on that topic, folks, let's let's be the better person here. Okay? I'll I'll talk a little more about that here as I go on. But let's be the better person on this. Okay. Woolery making an ass out of himself and then his son winds up catching it. Let's spare the man the I told you so's. Okay, let's at least on social media, you know, we can sit here and and talk about it and what have you. I'm sure he'll never hear us or never. Nobody will ever pass the word on that a couple of schmoes on internet radio were hey. making fun of. Hey, but, I prefer schmuck, but go ahead. Okay, that well, there you go. But... Let's try to be the better person in this. This is a tough thing. You know, this is a real tough thing for people to go through. And I just, I feel bad. I feel bad for him, you know. I feel worse for him if if his son, something seriously bad happens to him that's related to the COVID. I will feel like, you know, a nickel trying to make change, man. Because, you know, because I was thinking the same damn thing. 
when I was watching the news and, and, and saw this, I, I, I said, you know, I thought, oh, you know, couldn't happen to a better person. I'm saying it to myself. And I'm thinking, man, what the hell would happen if this winds up taking the life of his kid? Right. Oh, my, you know, Jesus. I, yeah, I am not a real, what's the word? Uh, I'm not a real compassionate type person to begin with. But I'd feel pretty bad if I found out that his son actually uh, met his maker because of this. Well, sure, and I don't a- know if his son is a uh, wears mask. I don't know anything about right. him. I didn't even know Chuck Woolery had a kid, to tell you the truth. So, well, well, this is this is kind of the exception to the rule. I, as I like to say, I'm a big fan of come up, comeuppance. Now, in this case, comeuppance is Chuck Woolery gets it. Now, yeah. yeah, yes, it's one it's one step removed, and of course, now he's got a whole different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's unfortunate for his son. Now, if you want to feel better about a little comeuppance, let's talk about the governor of Oklahoma. Who oh, was, yeah, who was tested positive, and and who was sitting right there in that the predominantly maskless audience in Tulsa some weeks ago. So, uh, mm-hmm. John, continue with your rant. By the way, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you would like to join in on this conversation at Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter, and if you can find a payphone to call from, yes, that call is still. We're still picking up the picking up the uh, tab on that, if Absol- you will. Absolutely. So now here is kind of a two-page story. I'm beginning to have a little empathy there for the people who post a tweet on Twitter about the, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here, about their negative experience in a ride in an Uber. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I did. Guilty as charged. I only had a few shekels in the old bank account, so I decided... That it would, if I'm going to try to get home, nobody at home was able was able to come and pick me up. So I took an Uber. Yeah, I know. Where's that? Where's that? It's the end of the world. Where? Where? Where is that song when you need it? Still haven't uh, queued it up. Well, it's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> Look, yes, and it's not the first time that. Uh, you know, I have, or Granny Annie and I have, quote unquote, taken a ride share. I'm gonna, I'm I, gonna stop you right there, John. That's not the issue right now. I know what the point of this story is. Get to the point of the story. We well, don't need, we don't need to go through all this. Yes, it leaves a bad taste in all our mouths. But what's really got a burr under your skin is, well, no, hold on, hold on, because it's like I said, there's two sides to this story. Okay. Uh, the first side of it was, yeah, the fact is, is that this particular Uber driver was not wearing a mask, and they are supposed to. Yes. Before you can actually log on and start taking rides, you need to have a little, have it snap a little picture of you uh, with your mask on, which obviously uh, even even the most stupid of Uber driver realizes that once you've done that, you can take the damn mask off. Right, as as this uh, driver that I encountered, uh, 
when they picked me up from the hospital. So I should have known something was up when I first come to the door and there was a big NRA sticker on the on the uh, <laughs> side. It actually turned out it was on both sides. I kid you not. Hand to God, man. Hand to God. There was no doubt about it that she was a proud member of the uh, NRA. Now, wait a second. Was it on the door or? It was on the glass, on the. Back or it the front? On, on the back. Oh, good. But it was on both back doors. Yeah, just just to make sure you didn't miss it. Oh, absolutely. And, of course, she was, uh, not only was she oh. uh, driving without a mask, she also was using the uh, cardinal sin of driving with flip-flops on. Oh, no. Oh, there's, uh, I, I never would have made it to the flip-flop issue. <laughs> that but, wouldn't have been an issue because I'd have been gone certainly certainly by the mask issue but most likely by the NRA thing no so I just kind of okay I need I wanted to get home I just spent yeah God, I forgot how many days in the hospital I just wanted to get home I, I just I just did not want to engage this person whatsoever I understand. And so, first off, if you are, if you are, I don't give a damn if you're Republican, if you're Democrat, I don't care if you're Green Party, I don't care what your political views are, you are driving me in your vehicle, you are responsible for my safety. As a driver, it is no as it it's no different if you were using your phone or texting or anything else while you were driving. You are responsible for that passenger's uh, safety and well-being to get that person home and or wherever they're going. And you're not going to wear a mask, especially. I could use the excuse that I have a big shield. That goes across the whole back seat of my of my vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, in the instances when I do forget to wear a mask on those rides, and it's happened, I ain't gonna lie. At least I know somewhat that that person is protected. That person behind me is protected. So, I went ahead and I sent a I sent a tweet out to uh, Twitter, or excuse me, out to Uber, you know, and they, I'm actually impressed. Only took them about less than five minutes to reply. But I got that same rainstorm of cab drivers, a lot of them from uh, London, who jumped, uh, jumped right on the bandwagon here. Right away, they were going to make a you know, why didn't you, even some that I've known for a while, you know, you know, why did you take Uber? Well, why did you take Uber? Even, even uh, Justin. Well, even, even Justin. Well, what do you think my first reaction was when I read it? Oh, I, I, I know. I mean, I know. But again, I'm, I'm setting that aside. Having been in the situation myself where I, once coming after a car accident, uh, uh-huh. 
we called for a cab. It was a whole, the, the cab that showed up had no business being there. But yeah. me and my three cab driver buddies who had all just been in a car wreck, we didn't care, right? They just needed to get me home because I was the most seriously mm-hmm. injured. And we all said the same thing because the driver was an idiot anyway. We all knew him. He started running his mouth. And, and we all said at various points, if we didn't just come out of a car accident, and all the guys said, if, it, if I wasn't so hurt, I broke my ribs, mm. that we'd have waited for another cab. But they wanted to get me home. Right. Shut up and just, you know. So, yeah, I, I understand that. And that's why I'm not interested in even in even going down that path. We can do that another time. I'm more interested in us continuing on about the guy not wearing a mask. Or the girl, I'm sorry, the woman, the driver. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. But then again, John, uh, let's be fair. What you put out there that you rode an Uber, you knew you were going to get some grief over that. Oh, I I know. But you see, the thing is, if I'm not a cab driver, if I did, if this show did not or, originated, excuse me, this show didn't originate from this whole topic. Right. If I was just some Joe Schmo that made a, com- a complaint, how likely do you think after I get all this heat from all these different cab drivers, now I didn't get it like some people do. I maybe got four or five uh, replies and they were all negative. I'm a little surprised at Justin, um, but it is what it is. I, you know, it is just like mine. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one and they all stink. That they do. That they, well, mine So, yeah. So, what makes you think, if I'm just an average Joe putting that up there, and I see all this vitriol from all these different, uh, from all these uh, cab drivers, what makes you think I'd be any more willing to ride in a taxi? And I, like I said, so I have actually got a little bit of empathy from, for these people who have to deal with this you know when they put up something about uber would you like hey, me we to- all we would all you- know that uber is a piece of shit outfit we all know that all right john but let's let's back up here for a second and i want to let you continue with your rant but let's have a wee bit of a conversation here you're not joe everyday customer okay you're not mm-hmm. among other things you're a long time into your fourth decade of being mm-hmm. in the taxi business, not to mention running your mouth five days a week here on this operation mm-hmm. and on social media and all that. So, no, you can't expect it to be treated better. Mm-hmm. You know, look, take your lumps. Take your lumps because you do know better. You do know. I, look, I, I you was made treated a, better, Ed. I was I, treated better. I only got maybe five or six right tweets that were right but again, but again okay part of the problem is now look when i go i see a and i don't even see these tweets anymore i don't even know what happened to them they all disappeared uh i don't know maybe i got blocked by uber who the hell knows but uh when i comment on any of these you know i i'm not normally vicious to the people 
you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's why you should be using licensed uh, drivers, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I give I give him that kind of thing. Yeah, some some guys are, you know, idiots about it. There's no question about it. Fine, you got off a little easy. You got off a little easy. But and again, I was willing to ignore remember, I'm willing to ignore this whole part of this conversation for now. Mm-hmm. I want to get in, stay on the mass thing for you. But then again, it's your rant. You you do what you want. Uh did you have it coming? No more than any other person that uses Uber. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have got any worse, but the fact that you got it, I'm not surprised. I, I had the same reaction. Yeah. I had the same I reaction. Just, I what I what what I'm doing in this is I'm putting myself in other people's shoes. But they don't fit. They do not fit. These are not your shoes to put on. I think I think they're not my shoes to put on. You're right. right. But there is nothing when when these guys do this stuff. And like I said, you get 20 or 30 or 40 different drivers from all over the world get on some of these people. Yeah. And yes, I know. You've done it. I've done it. I yeah. And and I've just I've come to realize that what makes you think that anything that you're saying to me right now will ever get me in the back seat of a taxi. Truth be told, uh, oh, oh, granted, there are some guys that go overboard. I'm, I, I won't, I won't, I won't uh, go against you on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I agree with you. And when I do it, I try to do it to the point of, well, maybe there's a small chance, maybe you can get get this customer to come back. But you know, again, I, I don't want to belabor this point tonight. I, this is not. Uh, what kind of effect does it have? Remember, you're also trying to reach others that are going to be reading this. Okay. Oh. You're trying to, I, I try to educate when I do it. Some guys are mm-hmm. jerks about it. There's no question about it. Uh, you got plenty of Uber drivers out, excuse, out there that respond to these things and, and they're just as big a jerk. It's look, we could, we could form a whole show on this. We could do a radio show five nights a week about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, oh, wait a second. Hmm, there's a wonderful idea. We should do that. We, we should try that one of these times. Think about that. You're, right. You're right. Oh, I even had an Uber driver in here that took the other approach at, oh, oh, call in the National Guard. Uh, that driver didn't wear a mask. Okay, asshole. Yeah, you're right. Funny, funny. Call the National Guard. I've never heard that one before. But the fact of the matter is, is and it doesn't matter if you are a taxi driver, TNC driver, bus driver, shuttle driver, screwdriver. Yeah, well, that too. Pile driver. You have, you have. Mini driver. A, Adam driver. You have, you have a I'm responsibility. <laughs> That you have a responsibility to just shut the hell up, <laughs> okay? Yes, but no, Dad. You have a responsibility as a driver. I don't care what your political positions are. I don't care if you think the whole world's against you because we want you to wear a mask. <laughs> as I, I don't like wearing seatbelts. As I was told, I don't. On- I don't Oh, I was one of the last ones to get on board with the whole seatbelt. Really? 
Really, I was. And you know, and you know the reason why? Because mm. they started making these cars that wouldn't start stop dinging at you yeah. if you didn't yeah. Yeah. buckle up. Otherwise, you know, it, I took the position that you know wearing a seatbelt is probably a great idea, but so is not eating raw chicken. And there are no laws against eating raw chicken. No, there's not. No, there's not. But, oh, let's not get into the seatbelt thing. <laughs> but I will say this about it with, with the with the dinging bell. I had many drivers over the years. Uh, they'd pull into the lot, and I would see they'd have the seatbelt buckle behind them or the uh, passenger yeah. seat. Uh, and I would tell them very, well, I don't like wearing a seatbelt. That's fine. That's on you. But you're ruining my equipment. So you don't buckle up like that. You, uh, you'll you just have to live with the belt. I don't care if you don't wear it. I'd rather you wear a seatbelt. I'd like you to wear a seatbelt. That's that's my policy, not only and uh, state of Florida law that you, that you wear a seatbelt. But you're a big boy. You're going to do what you want. But remember, A, you're going you're gonna to pay me for the windshield you break when you go through it. Right. And, uh, you know, you do your thing. You're going to eat that ticket. You're going to get a huge ticket for that. Uh, and not to mention the fact that people don't realize if you don't buckle up, when if you do get into a serious enough accident, you're bouncing around, flopping yeah. around that car like a freaking crappie. Yep. And so, so no, I, I think wearing a seatbelt is a huge pain in the ass. Where, where, where your, your tweet, came out the other day and i won't say you shouldn't have mentioned you were an uber because you said you were an uber to make the point that you were in an uber but really the 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 point of it was to say the driver was not wearing a mask you are not looking for a fight on whether or not and i really not happy about the fact we've taken this much time talking about the fact that you rode rode in an uber i can beat what you up you after the we're show in a, we're in a rain delay in pittsburgh right now so <laughs> So taking time is a uh, is a uh, <sighs> luxury that uh, you or I or both of us or however you want to put it may have here. I've got my pillow. I've got my blanket. I've got my umbrella. I've I got am. A... I am so happy for you. Oh, by the way, I brought a teddy. Now it's a you little a teddy. Yeah, it's a little lace number, but <laughs> Jesus. Well, maybe I should have brought the teddy bear. So Yeah, you probably so, should have. So anyway, so now the driver's not wearing a mask. Do you bring this up to her or do you just let it go? I did not bring it up to her. And I'll tell you why. Like I said, I at that point in time, I just didn't have a whole lot of fight in me. I, I Look, coming out of the hospital, I get that. Now, my main question was, okay, you didn't bring it up to her. Did she mention anything about you wearing a mask or not? No, absolutely not. Okay, well... There we actually go. had a pleasant conversation. I um I during the uh during the conversation as pissed off as I am at my own company right now. I still suggested to her if you really want to make money hauling people around, you know, instead instead of getting paid sixty three cents a mile, mm. here's what we got going. Here's oh, what this you. company has going. You're a shill for the company. Exactly. Uh, good for you. Exactly because. The whole purpose of putting putting this post up wasn't to get the driver in trouble. Yes, they were right on. You know, like I said, Uber responded in like five minutes. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just... I, I, I got to stop, stop right there. Uber responded to a tweet or an email? Tweet. You got... And I'm sure it was just a canned response. It was a canned response. I'm, I'm sure right it was. Now. But if I would have pursued it through a direct message and went through it, nope. I have a feeling. I could, I, hope I could be wrong, but I have a feeling that I think they're definitely in, interested in it. Not, not so much nope. because they give a damn about the people, but they want their reputation because right now <laughs> they want that they want their reputation has gone through the wormhole as it is. By the way, there's only there's only two things you can call Uber, get one of their uh, get one of their people in India, Pakistan, or wherever they are. Uh, there's only two things that Uber will 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 get on a driver about two. Uh, tell them tell them uh, that the driver was drunk. Or I smelled of alcohol, and he scared my service dog. Yeah, service animals and uh, and and that classic, uh, you know, the driver. Uh, the driver was drunk. They uh, that gets used so often, so often. It got used on me. It got used, you know. But anyway, so all and right. This is the other reason why I. By the way. Yes. This is one of the other reasons why I didn't think anything about telling anybody on social media that I took an Uber because you and I both both of us have gone down that wormhole. We've dipped on our the driver toe. aspect of it. We've dipped our toe and uh, we're not proud of it. We're not no, proud. No, absolutely of it. not. In my case, I had to do it. Yeah, uh, mainly because Uber screwed up my other business, but. Uh, that's that's neither here nor there. So, so what else is uh, what, what else do you want to go on about tonight? Let's move on to something else. Oh, why? I don't know because I'm tired of it. Oh, just okay. Well, just indulge me for about another two minutes. How about another uh, twenty-three minutes? Twenty-two <laughs> minutes. Okay, I'll just wind you up and let you go. Just let let me know when to play the music. <laughs> My point of sending that wasn't to try to get the driver in trouble. I wasn't mad at the driver, liar, or anything or anything like that. Liar. My point was to point out how much of a joke. Usually, jokes have to be funny, but I use the word joke just as I can't think of a better one. How much of a joke? Their whole policy is about masking up. It's a you know, farce. It's when, a farce. When the, when the driver starts up, it's it gives supposedly some false sense of security or whatnot. You know, where Uber can say, "Well, look, when he signed on, he was wearing a mask, and I know that, I know damn well that that mask was permanently attached to his face through his entire uh, through his entire day." John, nothing they do is about enforcement. It's about liability. Because yeah. they, they can say, A, we checked, and he was wearing a mask, although it looks suspiciously like an oil painting of uh, Jughead Jones in a, in a face mask. And uh, we can't control what he does. You know, it, they're very... Look, we lay out a policy, and if they choose to not follow it, what can we do? 
that's up to the driver, which is they don't accept responsibility anyway. But well, no, they don't. But they still have to in those very first couple of rounds. They have to say, "Well, we told them to wear a mask." By the way, you can't tell me nothing. You're not my boss, and this is where the problems. Yes. Engage, and by the way, we will have some some AB five stuff, uh, some Uber stuff on Saturday. Uh, I've I've got some stuff collected. And we'll put that all together tomorrow. And uh, as somebody as you and I have, uh, we both know that driving for Uber is hard enough as it is. Oh, good Lord. I got, I went down the rabbit hole of Uber passenger videos last night. And just, just remembering for the short amount of time, that I was, I was in the in that rabbit hole, in that dark, that ring of hell. Just the sense of entitlement, things I rarely, if ever, encountered in thirty plus years of driving a taxi. I, I mean, just people expect the world for, you know, okay, look, I'm here. We're gonna get you from point A to point B safely. If you'd like to engage in a civil conversation, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm a chatter. I talk. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't give you the right to act like a jerk. I'm not going to tolerate it. Never have, never will. You know, I expect, look, you expect a little bit of silliness along the way. You suck it up for five minutes and get them where you're going. And but part of the problem with this whole Uber thing is people have feel so empowered over, over with stars. I'm only giving you two stars because I didn't like the color of your cap. First, that's my head lady. Second, yeah. you know, and, and it's, and it's just that type of, you know, uh, I was watching a couple of videos uh, last night with people trying to overload the car. I can't take, and the driver's telling them, I can, I can't, I can only take four passengers. Oh, it's okay. It's only five. There's only six of us. You can do it. No, no, I can't do it. No, that, no. Then of course the driver's a jerk, blah, 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 you know. And, uh, so yeah, driving for them is no, no piece of cake. Anyway. Anyway. So. What else you got? I don't think I have anything else mask-related other than the fact... Oh, I do have this. What else is bugging you, Pookie? Well, well, there's a lot of stuff bugging me. Well, you got 16 minutes. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, It's bugging the hell out of me, again, going back to masks. Okay. And I don't have a particular story to point to here and whatnot. I'll find something. But... Just because, just because it's not only are these people not wearing masks, they're being indignant about it. That is... They're being incredibly indignant about it. And are there people that are wearing masks indignant? I'm sure there are a few. My idea is, is just to get away from the person as quickly and cleanly as I possibly can. You know... There was, I'll interrupt you briefly here, there was a story out of Utah the other day uh, at a school board meeting or a county commission meeting. Uh, The topic was mandating the mask in school. 
a crowded mm-hmm. a crowded hearing room, nobody wearing a mask. Oh they, yeah, they finally had to. Uh, we got to cancel the meeting, you know. And of course, there's a chance of USA, USA. Well, you can chant that all you like before we get to the point. Since we're heading on the way to, uh, there won't be a USA because we'll all be dead. But you know, and of course. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I, I was just using an example there for you. Well, the CDC is uh, liars. That liars, yeah. blasphemous. They I mean they're out there. The CDC is saying that we could, uh, it would be under control in eight weeks if everybody wore a mask. Yeah, I don't know. I personally, I think that's uh, wishful thinking. But hey. It can't hurt. It can't hurt to try it, you know. Let me, uh, I don't have this really set up, but I'm going to play this anyway uh, Uh because we're right on this. This is uh, Press Secretary Barbie from today. Let me know if you can hear this, John. Uh, Hold on a second. This is what happens when I'm not properly prepared. I wasn't prepared to play this. The president has said um, unmistakably... I'm going to have to restart that. When he that. says open, he means open and full. Kids being able to attend every day at their school. Uh, the science should not stand in the way of this. Uh, and as Dr. Scott Atlas said, I thought this was a good course we can do it. Everyone else in the Western world, our peer nation, are doing it. We are the outlier here. Uh, the science is very clear on this. Uh, that, you know, for instance, you look at the JAMA pediatric study of 46 pediatric hospitals in North America that said the risk of critical all right, that was Press Secretary Barbie uh, saying that we shouldn't let science stand in the way of opening up the schools. And then she went on to try to somehow compare what's going on in Europe with us. Well, we're the outlier. Of course we're the outlier because we're, we're racking up new cases every day. We're breaking records every day. Meanwhile, over in Europe, the, things are calming down because they paid attention. They did the mitigation. They did what they had to do. They also have uh, 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 health care for all. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, let's not let the science stand in the way. Oh, no. Well, you know, we've been lucky here for for the most part here in Minnesota. Uh, we haven't had to come out of pocket for anything uh, testing-related or care-related from the COVID. This has been something that, uh, uh, again, this is what happens when you live in a state where people actually care for each other. Again, there are exceptions, but, you know, this is a pretty, you know, liberal state. And I mean, I, I mean, with a small L there. Right. But we're going to make Minnesota red. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Well, the cops, uh, are, the cops are trying one black man at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um. But here's a story from CBS News uh, about a week ago said that everyone wearing a face mask could save America from a one trillion dollar, uh, excuse me, gross domestic gross domestic product loss, GDP loss. Right. I do right. believe that. Well, the sooner we get this tamped down, the yeah. quicker the economy will be able to come back, and. and- it just puzzles me. The same people that are screaming they want to go back to work, they want to go get a haircut, they want to go have a beer, 
well, we got to get rid of this first. I, I mean, again, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to be home all day. I got another email about the bike. It's on the way. Uh, I don't want to be stuck here. I don't, I don't want any of this. I want to go back to work. But you know what I also don't want? I don't want to be on a ventilator. Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to be on a ventilator when there's not enough medical person, personnel around to give me the care that I will need. Uh, who don't have enough PPE, et cetera, et cetera. Get on your boats, fly your Trump flags, do what, you know, go, go hit a barrier reef someplace. Go find Hard. an island where you can all jump on each other and breathe and spit and, and, and all that. But for God's but sake. But when you're done, stay there for stay, uh, two or three weeks. We're not getting over this anytime soon as long as we continue to behave like this. Yes, granted, Captain Coppertone is the number one problem here. Without question, it, 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 if this administration, right from the start, would have said, oh, by the way, and, and what they're doing to poor Dr. Fauci, either fire him or, sh you know, they're putting out opposition opposition stuff on him. They're making him look bad, trying to, putting out things that are out of context and all that. Uh, either fire him or step back and let him lead the lead the fight here. We got nobody better. And by the way, for all you folks out there who think Fauci is a fraud, step up and do better. Step up and there do better. Go. Show us the way. Somebody show us the way. And a Peter Navarro, ugh, God that almighty, jackass. that jackass <laughs> is right. Uh, to, to, to call out, to, to say that Fauci has been wrong about everything. Screw you, pal. I'm I'm no doctor. I don't play one on TV. I played one in a hotel once, but that was you know, it was a different different time. Uh, geez, Louise, let's let the CD, CDC do their work. Of course, we all want the kids to go back to school. I know the parents want the kids to go back to school, and once they can go back to school, yes, then the economy kicks back up again. But guess what, dumb shits? You send them back now, they'll be home two weeks later. We'll have a whole bunch more of sick, sick people, grandparents, teachers, etc., etc., etc. You just can't throw these kids out there, and two weeks later, it's all going to be, you know. They're just, it's going to get spread more and more and more. And God help us all. Yes, this is bad for everybody, especially the little ones. The little ones need to be out running around like crazy people during recess and learning their ABCs and learning how to socialize, you know, with with, with their friends and their pals and, and, and learning all these things and, and doing what kids do. But right now they need to be safe and the entire population needs to be safe again it's been pointed out you send little johnny to school little johnny may not suffer anything from it but little susie passes it on to him and we always knew about little susie so let's not you know she's always been yeah. one of those that's her fault exactly that's right. but let's take johnny goes home and and grandma josie gives him a big hug every day a big hug and a smooch Mm -hmm. And Grandma Josie gets it. She passes it off to the Mahjong Club, Ethel and Daisy and, and all the rest of them. And the next thing you know, you got a, you know, it's a little a hot spot going for you there. Right. And it's just going to spread and spread and spread. 
Also, bear in mind, we got people in all these hot spots now, especially the state of Florida. Where do you think half of these people live at this time of year? Right here where I am in New York City. They're all coming back here at some point. They're definitely going to try to, whether they know it or not, they're going to spread it up here. You got this idiot DeSantis down in Florida and his next door neighbor, Kemp, are doing everything they can Uh to make sure people can't get better. You know, DeSantis is still in denial that they're up over 10,000 cases a day. Let the people wear a mask, for God's sake. People should be doing it anyway. You shouldn't have to be told. But we it's need common sense. our but leaders see, the thing is, is are they there are to trusting. lead. Yeah, you're right. Our leaders are there to lead. Okay? You're right. Tapping out. The thing is, is these people, they're saying, well, you know, we don't have a problem with people wearing masks. We just don't want to be told we got to wear a mask. Fine. Come up with the idea on your own, Jethro. (laughs) And (laughs) they, it irritates me because they, they, they always count on the general public to do the right thing. Count on the general public. They'll do the right thing. You don't have to tell them to wear masks. They'll wear masks. Yeah, just tell that to the people who went to the the Trump rally in Oklahoma and uh, that uh, where was it that I saw on the news about? I think you mentioned it actually here about the people at this council meeting who oh, were sitting Utah. shoulder to shoulder. Oh, was Utah. that Utah? Utah, yeah. Sit sitting yeah. shoulder to shoulder, and uh, I think right right now what has to happen is this nonsense of people showing up at stores and expecting to go in maskless. It's their policy. It doesn't have to be a law. It is their policy. You're creating more stinking problems, these people, because the nitwit in D.C., by the way, don't listen to anything coming out of the White House, kids and kittens, please. They are literally going to kill us. And I I promise you, come November 4th, they're not going to care about you. They are not going to care. They're they're looting, they're looting DC as it is. If you know, we, you talk about you talk about Trump resigning. Here's when I think Trump will res, will resign. Once it's become perfectly clear that he's lost the election, he'll walk out. He'll he'll step out and say, "To hell with it." You know what he's going to say? Walk on, huh? You know what he's going to say? What's he going to say? See ya. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> he's not going. He is definitely. You think he that he's getting stonewalled now? Fortunately, just uh, wait until he becomes this lame duck president. Oh no! I, everybody, a lot of people are fearful. I that's what I'm afraid of is that that 11 week stretch between the election and the uh, and the inauguration. That's what worries me. Is what this guy is is going to be capable of? We can only hope. You know, he decides, well, maybe it's time to go to Argentina. He ain't going to Russia. Putin, if he loses, Putin wants no part of him. He is of no use to him anymore. Absolutely. Uh, I saw a great Absolutely. quote saw a great quote today from somebody in the uh, intelligence industry, intelligence community. They said, in Putin's mind, a win-win situation means that he won twice. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, oh, I, my God. But right now, as far as the rest of us surviving, kids and kittens, you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Every store you go to will do the shopping for you. They will bring it there out you to you. Okay? You don't want to wear it. Eh. Oh, eight hours a day. You know what? Surgeons do it all the time. Right now, medical staff are doing it oh, all the time. I know. Having just been in the hospital, right. I feel sorry for these uh, folks. Yeah, they're in it all day long. All day long. Yeah. Wearing those masks and what have you. Yeah. So, and so you know, nothing, nothing, nothing but nothing but love for these people, by the way. They don't always make you know, they don't always make the right decision, but there's a lot of damn there's a lot of stuff happening yeah. uh here. Yep. A lot of stuff happening. And oh man, that's so funny. But uh, well, I understand. I understand that the rain is let up in uh, in Pittsburgh. Looks like they're going to get the game off on time. I think you better put the crack pipe down. <laughs> oh, you feel free to rant on after ten o'clock Eastern. You'll be talking to yourself, but <laughs> so to lighten this up a little bit because it looks it it looks like. Uh, uh, my esteemed co-host here is starting to peter out. Now you wonder how the hell we get through a two-hour show on Saturday. Because I have audio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could sit back and nap through uh, three uh, three quarters of the program. Here I, bring just because... I bring clips. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish up, sir. So, two things. It looks like they really want to – they're really pushing – for the Washington Red Tails is the replacement name and logo. I'm okay with for that. the uh, for the for the former Washington Redskins. I like the idea. Apparently, somebody already owns that trademark. But <clears> from <throat> what yeah. I'm from what I'm hearing, uh, a guy by the name of Martin McCulley, who has been registering all kinds of trademarks as far as. Story different team names obviously he figured at some point in time one of them's gonna pay he, off yeah exactly well apparently he's not uh he's not going to charge at least what i'm seeing here he's not gonna charge uh, the washington football team anything really uh, to get that name so i don't know what his point of doing it other than just maybe his his 15 minutes of fame who, who knows what's the other thing the other thing is to wrap her up. Um, there was a vote yesterday, and I haven't seen the results of this vote, but there is an ordinance, just like there is just about everywhere, as far as nudity goes. And there's going to be a vote. Uh, there, there was a vote to repeal nudity. I'm all for uh, it. In uh, Minneapolis parks. I'm and it was so funny because I didn't realize they were doing that. And can you, in a in a, can you be What's naked? In, can you be naked in a park? Uh, well, the, apparently, uh, apparently they're pushing for it to be a uh, uh, to repeal the ordinance, so you can be topless. So, good luck with that. I think it's silly, anyways, to to have that. Come on, guys have been walking around. With their man boobs hanging out for God knows how long. Let the women, if they want to do it, let them do it. 
Ed just turned up the music, so he knew that it was time for us to stop this for this particular Thursday. Hey, we thank you for joining us once again from the Radio TFI. Excuse me. From the Radio TFI Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And in the immortal words of Steve Cannon, I got the money. See ya!